Welcome back to the Nobody's Listening to This Music Podcast podcast. I am Andrew. And I am Eric. What a fucking hell of a day we've had with technology, huh? Uh, right right as you're saying that, too, you're like cutting in and out. Like, it's, That's it's, uh, absolutely, it's, uh, you know, the distance so is apparent today. It's fucking incredible. After just trying to do a phone call, <laughs> a FaceTime phone call, trying to fuck around with Discord to work on my computer and on our computers, we just decided to use Discord on our phones, which is... I can't even believe that I'm saying that that's what we're doing. Right. It's a real, it's a long walk for, um, for just a phone call. It's, it, we're on episode, what, nine, eight? This will be eight. This is the first time we've really had technical difficulties. And um, it's that's really cool. been going, it's been going incredibly smooth up until now, like and up now until today. And now it's going so wrong that I don't know how it's worked before. Right. I'm just, <laughs> it seems too good to be true that a phone call never dropped. I mean, we yeah. dropped we've dropped a phone call once in ten episodes. Or so. Yeah. Well, hopefully this uh, <laughs> we it, it keeps on trucking pretty smooth for the rest of this call. I think it really should because we're connected via Wi-Fi. But that's that's some technical stuff that nobody needs to know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with that being said, this week I have to, or I had to, or I guess I didn't have to. You wanted to. Signed is the right word. Sure. Yeah. Well, I I definitely didn't want to because I've been avoiding listening to this band for. I don't know, Nine seven, years? ten odd years. Yeah, I mean the whole time. Yeah, since you since you guys got into waves in like two thousand, what ten? Like uh, yeah, probably 2010, 2011. 11. Mm-hmm. So I had to listen to "Afraid of Heights" by Waves, which you cited as one of your favorite albums or like most listened to albums in the last 10 years yeah i'd say definitely one of my favorite i think my favorite waves album for sure and i would say yeah one of my one of my favorite albums of of the decade so this has been you said one of the most listened to albums for you or like one of the most played albums for like the last 10 years right definitely yeah so this one came out in 2013 and i've i'd say I think like the first couple months it came out, and this is something I notice with, with myself and music a lot, really, is like an album will come out or a band will be, you know, kind of popping off. And then I'll sort of be like, yeah, that's cool, but I'm not like fully there yet. Like, uh, it's not my thing. And then so like the first couple months I, I listened to it and I was like, OK, that was cool. It's like different than other Waves albums. Uh, and then maybe six months into the album, I really dove in. I saw Waves. Uh, play in Boston. Uh, yeah, they were like they were touring on this album, and to to get ready for that show, I listened to this album like a bunch of times. Uh, and then I I think I've listened to this album like once a month since then. Like it's definitely um, th- I think probably the most consistently listened to album for me ever. Maybe I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know you went to go see him ever. Yeah, it I, was really cool. I wasn't aware of that. It was. Uh, yeah, that was in Boston, 2013. Uh, that was our first year of college, and yeah, I guess I didn't invite you because you uh, you've never been a big right. waves guy. But yeah, it was you, funny. Is that when you were living with me too? Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> that'd be funny. I didn't even know you were going, and you lived at my house. Right. No, I think it was a couple months before, but. Yeah, it probably would have been the same thing when I was living with you too. I probably would have just gone for it. But uh, pretty funny. Yeah. Um. So I've been avoiding listening to this band for 
you know, like I said, like for 10 years, just because like you showed me snippets of songs and I was like, mm-hmm. ah, man, I don't know. Like this, right. isn't, this isn't me. Yeah. It's not your, your vibe really. So I just, I never listened to it. And every time you brought it up, I was like, ah, that, that's, that's that like fucking surf punk band that you like. And right. I'm not a huge fan of that band. Uh huh. I literally never saw myself getting into it. With that being said, I'm still not completely on board. You're not like into it, but I'm not like into it that i feel you know how when we did angel dust i felt like lukewarm about angel dust right i feel like kind of lukewarm about this there's actually a couple of tracks that i was like oh i'm pleasantly surprised yeah like, like the title track was good i really okay. like the title track i, I love the title track um i think it's i i thought it was just like funny in like the least demeaning way like i don't mean it's funny like it sucks or like uh-huh like i like like funny laughing at it i think i'm i think i'm laughing with it when they right. have like that big grandiose intro uh-huh and then and then it's just a woman moan and then like fast <laughs> yeah 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 that's, that's funny. pretty funny uh-huh I, when so i had obviously never listened to this album not even like a lick in this album right and you when you told me to listen to it i started listening to it and i opened up the album and it started playing that like intro the uh, i was sale to the sun or whatever yeah where it's like like chimes and bells and Right. Like pianos and stuff. And I was like, oh, this isn't really what I thought this was going to be. Yeah. (laughs) And then it went like, (laughs) it started doing the fucking surf punk thing. And I was like, oh, got it. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. There it is. And then um, I was like, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I I wrote down a couple of things on a piece of paper that I've since lost or somebody threw out. I was writing it down at work while I was listening to it. And Uh for whatever reason, like a few times on this album, I'm getting like a very weezer vibe okay do you do you feel similarly or i think so what i in almost a similar way i felt um i i get like a real nirvana feeling from this album where uh that might just be because i think it i think it stands but there's like certain elements in in this album and the ep that came before it that are very like um, I think we talked about it a couple episodes ago on like the title fight episode of how there's like bands that started doing like grungy stuff again in like the early 2010s right. uh, probably yeah. before but that's when when I caught on to it at least and when I yeah. realized when I realized it on this album was either Afraid of Heights I realized mm-hmm. it a lot and then um, the I think I don't know there's no um, there isn't a What's the word I'm looking for? Deluxe album of this, a deluxe version of this album, Mm -hmm. but there's a bonus track. How does that work? How does that that work? That bonus track was actually, um, it's part of an Adult Swim summer singles program or something. So I guess Adult Swim did something in probably 2012, summer 2012. And they, um, there's certain bands were putting out like singles to be played like during like a, a special like commercial time on Adult Swim, uh, you know, Cartoon Network, whatever kind of deal. And uh, so mm. Hippies is Punks was that that bonus track. That So that song was the first one that came out for this album cycle. And Ooh, it was, yeah, it's really different compared to, like I the said, the, the EP. Album. Yeah, or I think sort of similar to this album, but very different to the stuff that came before. Where like uh, there's King of the or there's a few albums. Uh, there's like Waves with three V's, Waves with two V's, kind of like a series of self-titled things. Right. I have one of them on vinyl actually. But oh yeah, I know, pretty cool, huh? But 
That's very cool, dude. <laughs> I know. You know, first press. Uh, wave first wave self-title. I know. I'm super cool. But you're you're somebody else now, I think. <laughs> yeah. I'm a different guy. But so that stuff was super noisy. Like that's like him playing and recording on GarageBand, intentionally clipping everything out, just like noise, noise punk or whatever you want to call it. And then right. and then King of the Beach Perfect. came out. But anyway, so yeah, then King of the Beach comes out and that's like the the real like surf punk album. Like he's okay. talking about surfing. It's beachy. There's like, you know, uh, the the whole sound of it is very surfy and beachy, waves, you know. And then an EP comes out after that. The EP comes out 2011, and yep. actually, the um, I I pre-ordered Life Sucks the EP on iTunes. That was one of the, like the first. Um, that I think that's the only thing I ever really bought on iTunes. And then that album came out. And then he came to Massachusetts and I wanted to go to that show, but that was actually the first time that I ever hung out with Alexis, which uh, is cool that I hung out with her, I guess, since we're still together. Maybe, you know, that, that paid off. Um, yeah. And then I saw him the next year anyway, or two years later. So that's but anyway. Yeah. So that EP was super grungy though. And then there's like, uh, there's like a song called I want to meet Dave Grohl which is very funny. <laughs> and then everybody a, wants to meet the, I think everybody thinks Dave Grohl is just like a nice dude. He just like, right. He gives off the air of just being a nice dude. And like, he'll give you the time of day. Like you'll meet him. He's probably not. Why would he be excited to meet anybody? He's Dave right. Grohl, but he'll really give you the time of day and he'll act excited for you to meet. I feel like if you met Dave Grohl in the street and you're like, Dave, can I get a picture? He'd be like, yeah, for sure. Do you uh, you want to just get lunch real quick? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like Dave Grohl's a guy to invite you to lunch. Yeah. Hey, hey man, yeah, cool. We're, we're recording an album right now, but, but yeah, you want to cut? Like, literally, I was watching, like, a Foo Fighters documentary a couple years ago, and he, like, when they were recording their most recent album, I think, and uh, he, like, did invite, like, the little kid saw him on the street, and he, like, invited the little kid into the studio to, like, see what they were doing. That's so sick. Stand-up guy. But, yeah, and then there's, like, a music video with, like, a separate music video, but it has a bunch of posters of Nirvana and Dave Grohl all over the walls and stuff. Like, a very, like, Waves Waves love Nirvana, for sure. And that's what oh, I was getting at. Show. With, like, uh, yeah, so when that EP came out, when Hippies is Punks came out, the, the drums really start coming together for waves before it was always just kind of like crappy punky sounding drums and then it's really starts to be like an instrument that's thought of and uh yeah that yeah was a, i think a whole lot you, to get there but i think you hedging your bets thinking that this is the waves album that i'd like the most mm-hmm. uh, you were you were probably right i yeah i'm so like i i don't want to listen to waves so much so that <laughs> I didn't listen to anything else by them uh-huh. while I was listening I, to this. <laughs> I, I figured as much. But, like, normally, like, I'll, I'll like, kind of jump around and listen to, like, a couple of things. Right, just to get context of, like, what this album specifically is. Right, but for this one, I was just like, nah, don't need to. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, yeah, I think this album sounds, like, well-produced without, yeah. sound, without sounding, like, polished. I think it's a real sweet spot for, for Waves, too, where, like I said, the first few albums, are, they're really cool, 
but they they are intentionally like lo-fi and this one is still a little bit there it's got that like the root of of what waves is but it is like produced well enough where you're like oh this is just an album that anybody could like it's you don't have to love lo-fi you don't have to love surf punk like it's just a it's a cool like rock yeah, I album get turned I guess. off immediately from albums that just like sound bad like mm-hmm. sonically like if sure. it sounds bad it sounds bad to me I, I, I get I get that there can be like some big hooks and like some big real music moments on the album yeah but, but I, you need it but if it just like if it hurts my ears to listen to uh-huh not gonna not gonna yeah so this this one works for you where it's 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 playing with those elements but it's it's recorded perfectly. Right, it, like the like it's mixed well, like you can hear everything. I, yeah, it's I not... feel like I feel like this album it, it just like it is produced really well. Like there's just you can hear like every instrument like sits in like a really comfortable spot, and then there's just room to breathe in all the tracks too. Right, like even though it is loud and it's like driving noise and stuff, it's like it is really like airy too. It's not overwhelming, like it's right. not. There isn't so much going on. Like while uh-huh. it is, while it does retain that idea of being like a noisy punk band, uh-huh. it like the guitars sound like guitars, the bass sounds like a bass, and the drums sound like drums. It doesn't sound just like yeah. It's like it sounds like everything was played in one room. Uh huh. Still, without like I don't know if when I listen to stuff like this, if I can tell the difference, if I can tell how many guitars we're playing and how many right. tracks there are, like, yeah. we're cool. If I, can that tell is... that, if I can tell how the mics, the drums were mic'd up, we're all good. Right. But That's I funny. feel like with this stuff, sometimes I always just like, when I start listening to it, I feel like I get, I don't know, a drum set that was mic'd up with one room mic and mm-hmm. all you get is ambient room noise. Right. And like the guitars were mic'd with an iPhone, <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> but like, I was j- like actually surprised when I listened to this, and I was like, oh, yeah. S- they went to a studio and recorded it all, and right. played with it, and made it sound like shit in post. Yeah, totally. Which is like, I'm like, okay, cool, because like they like MGMT kind of did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Where like some of their stuff, not all of it, obviously not like electric feel, like that's very pretty straightforward. But well, yeah. some stuff that they did was like, you can tell that it was just like fucked with in post. No, I was just saying how MGMT like electric feel obviously is like produced well, and there isn't like a ton of noise going on. But if you listen to like other stuff that they did, mm-hmm. it it's all recorded well, but it's like fucked with in post, and that's the kind of noise that I'm cool with yeah i think there's definitely something to like like a punk kind of diy sound of like yeah just recording and like not caring what it sounds like but then there is a more like professional sort of like not that it's the right way but it is it is almost the right way to just get clean you want clean sources of everything you want it like as good as possible just basic like record it like you're in the room and then you're gonna manipulate it in post and I, I think whether it's like music or movies or whatever like that that is really the way that that you have the proper control on it to like make it yeah. what you want to be you want to get everything clean yeah and then play with it and the like you don't like you don't want to record the album with a terrible guitar and a shitty amp yeah you want to record it with a good guitar and a good amp and then right. make it sound shit after uh-huh 
That that makes me think of uh, when we saw when I saw them live. Uh, it was like like sort of lo-fi sounding and, and kind of dirty and noisy and stuff. But like it it, it sounded really good live too. Like um, yeah. Uh, it wasn't like it wasn't like too clean. It wasn't too perfect, but it was like uh, I don't know. It sounded how it sounded how it should, which uh, right. I remember. I remember thinking was really cool that like yeah, they just have good control over like the of, over the sounds that they're making. I remember at one point too. Uh, I think recently actually waves toured with Blink, uh, maybe last summer or two summers ago, and. Um, uh, a, a long time ago, though, I saw like Mark Hoppus with like really likes waves. I think. Yeah, I think Mark Hoppus really likes waves. Like a, a long time ago, I saw him like tweeting at waves. And, and it's funny, like just just a tiny little sidebar. Like waves online is just Nathan Williams, like the singer, like the the guy. He is like basically right. in a way a one man band. There's like one bass player they've always played with, um, but like the drummer's always moving around, which I'll touch on more later. But uh, anyway. Um, Mark Hoppus was always like, "Hey, what are you playing for an amp on on Conan last night?" Kind of thing like that. Like, uh, just interested in like what he's doing and right. stuff. And uh, yeah, he plays good gear. Like he was, I think it was like a Fender. Uh, I should have looked it up before, but I, is, I is imagine it, it was just like a. Is oh that a, yeah, is that no, an amp. I could imagine that. I figured it was just like a twin verb or something. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fender Hot Rod Deville at one point. Um, oh, okay. That makes sense. That seems like something he play. Or a DeVille 212. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think he's pretty partial to Fender gear. Um, I think I've seen that him play sense. like Les Paul Jr. But yeah, it really does make sense. Lots of strats and stuff. Mustangs. That's why I wanted a Mustang for a long time, because he plays a Mustang or used to at one point. Mustangs are cool. I just, I don't know. They're small. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of like small instruments for some reason. Uh, the scale length is really sh- short, so they're like really jangly yeah yeah like i think that's probably why he likes him yep that checks out but yeah the Um, drummer thing i'll just touch on that because i think uh it's sort of interesting so uh one thing i have noticed i feel like we talk about genre all the time and i wonder how much that really matters but at least it's a it's just a something to talk about that that makes me think of of music a certain way but um a lot of times i've seen waves on like uh like top pop punk song lists like there's there's a couple songs from from king of the beach that end up on like top pop punk lists for some reason or did at one point and i guess it is sort of pop punky in a way um just that it's like i don't know rock music that's cool is like you know how we were talking about like what is like music from warp tour called like all that's different but it is all like the same family somehow and uh anyway the um there was one drummer that played with waves from afraid of heights up until like this year, I think. And mm-hmm. he was really good, a great drummer. But I think he left the band and now the drummer for Culture Abuse is touring with them, I think. Um, and they've, uh, Waves and Culture Abuse have like a few songs that they wrote together and put out in like the last year or so. So they do kind of have like a connection to like that world of music, like that we're, we're pretty familiar with. That's interesting. Um, what was I gonna say? I don't know, oh yeah. Didn't the singer like kind of uh, Kanye himself at one point? He like, did. <laughs> like, didn't he, go, a... he, didn't he go like Buck Wild once, uh, like on live TV? I I don't. It's so funny because like 
in just like waves lore, there is so much talk of this. And I've tried to look it up so many times and I'm probably just being like stupid and searching the wrong words or spelling something wrong. But there's like a festival and it must have been 2009 or 2010. It was a long time ago, which I, I almost don't even understand how he's playing at like this festival in Spain, but it's called Primavera, I think. And um, I think he might've been on acid or something. Right. And he was on stage and like had some sort of meltdown or something weird. But it's funny. There's like when when they put out their most recent album in uh, 2017, he did like this funny little joke interview with like this weird old guy that they used to do all their press where like they like took photos with this old guy and they like did an interview with him and stuff. And it's like clearly like a staged like this this old man is just giving him such a tough time in an interview and being like so what what's your 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 name is waves and the and the band is called nathan williams like just that type of like stupid questions but um yeah right. the old guy's like and and what is it about what what happened in primavera and then he's like oh my god like that was like 10 years ago like why does why do i keep still getting this question in interviews and like yeah i still don't really fully know what happened but yeah he had some sort of like breakdown or something on stage at this festival i was reading the wiki and it said he just like had a drug induced meltdown uh-huh and they like didn't finish the the uh the show and it then then it also said something about their drummer at the time also having a similar meltdown and oh yeah losing his mind on stage that's funny dude yeah i don't know i've tried to look up like videos and stuff but I'm guessing it was the kind of thing where they were like small enough at the time where nobody was really like keen to take videos of them or, or post about them anywhere. But right. but then just the, the news of that really made its rounds. That's like, uh, you know how rappers have to get like shot to be like, cool? yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. that's, that's how uh, surf punk bands have to do it. They just yeah, have you to just be, have like, to have like a, an acid up on down stage, on stage to they earn your cred. lose their mind. So I said, if I had to pick a favorite song on the album, it's the bonus track. Okay. And and I think you were saying, oh no, like that's a I was bad just, thing. <laughs> no, no, I was saying, oh no, because uh, I I lost you uh, halfway through your statement about that, but I, I'm oh. hearing it now, and I I think that's really cool. I really like that song too. I th- yeah, I don't know what it is about it. I think it's just because it's the most normal, or yeah. It, which like I feel like I feel like we're really walking in uh, walking in some circles here, uh, but yeah, basically when you started saying that earlier, that's kind of what I meant by like it felt so weird coming out of their older material that like that was the type of song that came out like it just sounded so like a different band like from from their old stuff at least, um, and yeah, it's like very digestible. Yeah, but so when you said that when you said that earlier, that's kind of what I was thinking like. Hippies is Punks, that last track is, like, really different compared to their older stuff and very, like, digestible, kind of like anybody could like that. Like, yeah, like you're saying, it's, like, just a normal song. Yeah, um, I don't know, because the rest of the album is, I don't know, I say this a lot when we talk about albums, but I feel like the rest of the album is kind of one-songy. Like, it sounds okay. like, it, like, all the songs to me sound pretty similar. Sure. But I, I understand how that can, how somebody can like that, because... I've been a huge fan of Counterparts for so long, uh-huh. and every not only every single so- Counterpart song sounds the same, but Counterparts has sounded the same since 2007. Right. I feel like uh, one of one of those bands for me too that I I'll just eat it all up too is like Man Overboard. Yeah. Where like I don't know why, dude. Man Overboard is should be bad. Man Overboard 
I should hate metal. Uh huh. Because it just the lyrics are corny as shit. <laughs> the guitars Super. are just like fucking stupid. <laughs> it's so good though. But it's just like catchy. It's just incredibly yeah. catchy. And I don't know why. I wrote down on a piece of paper, I'm now remembering this specifically, that mm-hmm. this sounds this album sounds like something that Michael Sarah's character in one of the million movies he's been into would listen to. Yeah, this is very Michael Sarah territory. I'm sure he loves waves. Like I can just imagine his character in Juno just mm-hmm. digging this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, like, uh, and I didn't want to get it confused to where people thought I just meant Scott Pilgrim would really like waves, although uh-huh. that's probably true. What right. I meant was every character Michael Sarah has ever played probably likes waves. For sure. Yeah. I, Except George I, Michael. I fully agree. I, yeah, George Michael doesn't like music. I don't think. I don't think George Michael listens to music. I think he, <laughs> even even though it's canon that he has. Perfect time. <laughs> Wood block. Yeah, remember the or block fake block. App? Yeah, fake block. <laughs> so funny, dude. And 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 and, and uh, oh, because 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 because. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I had some other stuff written down. Here, I, I'll, I'll I go wrote, for a second. Oh no. Okay, go ahead. It. I, well, I wrote down what I write down every single time, and that's this album sounds fun. Yeah, fun it in is, the sun. Oh, fun in the sun. Even that that is a, a differentiation. I, I'd say it is fun in the sun. It's a good summer album. Um, this sounds like uh, like if SpongeBob was surfing on a seashell. This is some of the songs that play in the background. Just okay, like, just like less about drugs, then you know. <laughs> yeah, the the drug stuff to short, sort of throws it off, but but otherwise, pretty much. I think that's one of my my big gripes with the album, or just mm. waves in general, is just how much it relies on the idea of just being fucked up. That is, yeah, that is definitely something. I do have something about that in my notes too, where like, and I, like I said, I think we're kind of all over the place of, of of our topics on this one, but that's fine. But like to touch back on like that Nirvana thing, there's like a lot of like yeah like drug references and like a lot of like just like cynical like negativity but like somehow it's like like usually I don't like that but there's something about the way the music is around it that like it just I, I can't think of the right word to really describe it but it is kind of just like I'll take it like it's like it's just it's like cynical but in like a in a way that's really like you can it's still like cool sounding or it's funny or something like like I accept it I really enjoy cynical music like cynical yeah. negativity um, uh-huh. to get right back into counterparts bro counter like dude that's so dark everything that dude writes is just sad just <laughs> dark and depressed and then uh-huh. you like and like you hear him talk on stage and he's just yeah he's just like that's a funny. funny guy you know what's a weird little parallel there? The other day I saw somebody post like counterparts in their like Instagram story or something. And I forget really the line, but like the first line that came up on like that like test text scroll was like I hate myself. I hate everything I do or something and it was like Oh, um, that's from the disconnect I think. He says yeah. I fucking hate the world. I fucking hate myself. <laughs> yeah, like just super dark. And then um but uh there's a in, in a, a wave song on King of the Beach, I think it was one of the first ones that really, really, uh, that I may have heard from the album. I think Uncle Dave showed me in like 2010, like when the album first came out, but it's called uh, Take on the World. And uh, there's uh, the line is like, I hate my writing. It's all the same. Uh, I hate myself, but who's to blame? And it's like just super, it, it's basically like the same thing. And 
that's funny that you bring up counterparts like lyrically it, it is kind of similar yeah i like um what was i gonna say oh yeah i just kind of assumed that dave liked waves the wave seems like something that mm-hmm. dave would like yeah that's kind of where we we cross over <laughs> i mean yeah that and like a bunch of other stuff uh yeah definitely he gave me but, that that vinyl record I, I said earlier too. I think he got that like early on. I, I'm imagining that's where he heard them from. Yeah, Dave's in Tiki Twins, which is a similar vibe to Waves. That is true. Tiki Twins is really good. I our he, listeners should listen to Tiki Twins. He asked me to be the drummer in Tiki Twins at one point. I know you should have done it. I really hope that whoever's the drummer now wasn't the drummer back then, because mm-hmm. I really I really just blew up Dave's spot pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> It's the same guy. They're like, oh, they're trying to replace me. No, I think, I think, I think you left. But uh, I really should. Uh, yeah, have done I put. It. I think I might still. I don't know. Every time I, I, put I see Tiki him. Twins on, um, I did a, a documentary in school about the tattoo shop I go to, and yeah. I put uh, Tiki Twins on that, and I think that really won a lot of people's support on that that documentary. They like the music. Uh, that's fucking sick. I just yeah. Again. I like I want to do it he keeps asking me he's like yo you should like come by and like hang out and like play drums for a little bit like I got the warehouse you know and mm-hmm. I'm like oh, I really do want to but I I question how much my heart would be in it you uh-huh know? like like oh, I'd love to play drums but like I don't know if that's what I want to play drums in right should I just take the chance and do I, it anyways i feel like that's what being in a band at this age is is just like okay i can just hang out with people who i like and uh that's fun like it barely matters what the music actually is it's just about the hang there's also a part of me that's like if i join the band and i have creative input will i be able to steer it in a direction that like there's some more stuff that i like about it or right. do i have to just like jump in and kind of like be the guy who just plays drums because either way i'm fine with it i like right like i like being the guy who just like jumps in and plays somebody else's part yeah that is cool i feel like with drums that is really an instrument where like not that it changes the music but you can change like the vibe like just in general like you know there's i feel like one one band that i feel like it's not like a uh, anything groundbreaking or or anything really important but like neck deep like their drummer he never played pop punk he like never listened to pop punk before neck deep and like i think that's one of the cool things about their band is that he's almost playing like metalcore drums in a pop punk band which is totally what you tried to do in, in our band and i hated it at the time but uh he made he he does it and now i i like it because somebody else did it for some reason yeah um i don't <laughs> i just i have a very specific style i think yeah and no yeah it was it was really hard for me to break away from it but i think i, I think i could now now that i've been away from it for so long i think even uh not not to just totally shame shame your shame your drumming like that but uh i i definitely got over it pretty quickly but um i did think that at one point yeah, I don't know. I here we go again, dude. Just back into talking about a band that we used to be in, fucking <laughs> ten years ago. Um, yeah, we'll just cut this. I'm gonna leave it in, obviously. But uh, yeah. to segue that back into waves, uh, I remember there was a couple of times that we played with Dave at mm-hmm. his house and just like kind of fucked around, and mm-hmm. I really tried to like harness that kind of vibe. And it worked. Yeah. 
Uh, but then I slowly start slipping back into the other way. But um, uh-huh. I don't know. I think it takes a, a really talented individual to play something completely out of their comfort zone. I think that goes without saying anywhere. Right. Um, right. Yeah. I, um, here, I'm going to like just read through my, my notes real quick, see if I have any... Uh any of my closing thoughts? I wrote so many notes, and then I, I, I think I kind of touched on all of them. Oh, one, one thing that's really funny about Waves is that um, the Nathan Williams, the him, himself, he's mm-hmm. um, I think he's he's like uh, he almost seems like kind of an asshole, and he's kind of just like you know, like we said, really cynical and negative. And I think like I can't really tell if he's like he just might be a douche a little bit, but um, he's he's a landlord. Like he he's bought like <laughs> he's like bought homes with his like waves money and in reality it's pretty smart like if you're a guy in a band you know that's really cool you probably make a lot of money if you're in this type of band but also like you can't do that forever there's no promise that everybody's always gonna listen to your band and like your music and stuff so like he like invested in real estate basically and um, at one point like I think maybe a year ago he posted on Instagram like hey like. I don't usually post this kind of thing, but I have this home for rent in San Diego. It's really cool. Um, you know, if you're looking for a place to live, hit me up. And like, ev- there was so much hate on the post. Like everybody That's was insane. just so like, just like, what are you doing? Like, you're such a sellout. Like you're a landlord, dude. That's the lamest thing you could be. And he's like, I don't know, man, I'm a cool guy. I felt like putting my money somewhere to use. Like, obviously, I'm not going to be like a lame landlord. Like, uh, like, isn't this kind of like cool that you could have like a cool landlord for your cool apartment? And right. like, Every- everybody's <laughs> just so against it. Yeah, everybody- <laughs> and now I'll still see like on random posts that he makes. Like, people will talk about that and be like, "He's a landlord." Like, <laughs> people just hate Dude, him for it now. He's not punk he fucking yeah spent his money right uh-huh just why are you ass. making smart investments do you what do do you have a 401k and a retirement plan too you <laughs> fucking loser for real dude so funny that's like in seventh grade when you'd have a girlfriend and be like dude do you love your girlfriend dude that's lame <laughs> for real it is that exact thing. Just the opposite. Just so smart. Mm-hmm. Making Super proper smart. decisions with their life. Yeah. All right, dude. It's come down. It's winding down to the end of the show here. Um, it is. I had a tough time thinking of something, and I feel like I've given you like some some metal recently that maybe you weren't completely on the board on board with on the board with. Sure. Smart. Um, I'm into it, but yeah. And oh. Yeah, no, I'm, that's sick. That that didn't that didn't get a laugh. Um, Uh-oh. missed joke. Are you okay? You're still there. That's that's even better. Um, oh, I I think <laughs> I think <laughs> I think it just you didn't hear me for a minute. I was talking. You, was that just dead air to you? Oh yeah, that was all just dead air. <laughs> that's hilarious. Just, um, just anyways, no response. Anyways, metal, metal, blah blah blah. Bad joke. You know, getting the laughs. Um, so I know something that you're definitely gonna like. You at least know the single off of it. Uh, it's "Commit This to Memory" by hmm. Motion City Soundtrack. I will like that. I feel like you should just because there's one song on it that you already know that you're going to like. Right. Exactly. That's funny. That is like um, that is a band that I'm halfway familiar with. I definitely know their some of their songs, but yeah, I don't think I've ever listened to that album like front to back. So that's sort of, that's 
that's interesting. Yeah, there's some, like, Everything is Alright is definitely the best song on the album, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Well sure. written. Patrick Stump sings at the end of it. Um, and then there's, like, there's obviously other good ones, but uh, I'll get more into it. Uh, in an interview, he said that he wrote half of the lyrics on the first half of the album, basically, where when mm-hmm. he was completely fucked up and a drunk and an alcoholic and the back hmm. half of the album he wrote completely sober oh that's interesting just like by chance that's funny but yeah all right and now we're gonna do the uh, the end slate let's do <clears> it <throat> all right hey everybody thanks for listening to the nobody's listening to this music podcast podcast i've been andrew and i was eric and you can find us on uh i don't really need to tell you where you can find us but i should say that you should just rate us five stars leave a review share it with your friend if you think we're funny or if you think you know all the technical difficulties were hilarious at least and the beeping of the trucks and the slamming of the cabinets in my house Um, (laughs) i was wondering what that was